Do not come to the barbershop with a head full. Say, how's the fam? How's the fam? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to How's the Fam, okay? Your podcast about family, friends, and growth. And today I'm joined by a good friend, Loki, my barber. My barber in real life, like real, real life, all right? This is the dude who uh, gets me lined up. So when my hair is looking good, this is his fault. When my hair is looking bad, it's all me. <laughs> Alright, Zed everybody. Zed, welcome uh welcome to the show number one. Thank you um, for having me, thank you, man. Bro, I wouldn't I wouldn't have did it without you, bro. <laughs> and um also go ahead and introduce yourself to the fam, bro. My name is Zedric uh Glister, or aka Clutch, the barber, um out in Rockwall, Texas. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> And you guys, I will go ahead and put his information on the screen. What you want? Instagram, TikTok, what? Instagram. You want the Instagram? Instagram, yeah. Right, I'm going to throw his IG on the screen. And if you're ever in Texas, if you're ever in the Dallas area, this is the guy to hit up. All right, Zed. Yes, I don't know. This, this is your first time here, so I'm going to walk you through it, all right? All right. We, have, we like to have a segment called Just Checking In. And Just Checking In is exactly what it sounds like, okay? okay. It's us just telling the people, like, how days have been going and all this good stuff. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go first, and then I'm going to let you uh, do yours, all okay. right? Alright, alright y'all, I have a problem, alright? <laughs> and my problem is I like cookies a little too much, man. Uh just a little too much. We had like we have a Tips Treats in Rockwall and now we got a crumble cookie. And all the way out in the spot called Frisco, we got a uh, cookie society too. And uh I have no control, bro. Like <laughs> I'm completely out of control, man. I think my cookie budget might be surpassing my uh regular eating oh, budget, wow. man. It's, that's it's a problem, bro. A problem, bro. It's a problem. That's a problem. And so now I'm, I'm like, I started like exercising and stuff, so uh -huh. I can keep the weight kind of low. So <laughs> you really exercising to eat cookies, bro? Yes, yeah. yes. I'm <laughs> maintaining so that I can eat these cookies, bro. I'm over here doing my push-ups, doing my squats, doing hit workouts just so I can get one extra cookie one every extra week. Yes, right. Wow. Yes, right. I, I don't have a cookie problem. No, no, no. no. I've, no. I've talked extensively about this <laughs> to the youth, to the church, everybody. I've everybody never been to crumble. Crumble cookie? I've never been we have one right here in Rockwall. Never been there. Never been there. For real? Never. You've been to uh, Popcorn? You've been to Popcorn Papa? No. You've been to Buffalo Wild Wings? I've been to Wild Wings. It's right beside. It's, it's where Buffalo Wild Wings is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out. I see. I'm a, I mean, if I do eat a cookie, it's chocolate chip. So they got, they got a good chocolate chip. Yeah, I will say. I can't miss that. Cookie Society got the best chocolate chip cookie. Where is it? That's in Frisco. It's black owned business. Yeah. It's black owned, just like yourself. <laughs> All, right? All right. And she actually like did some kind of thing with the NBA for a little while too. Okay. Yeah. So that's and, dope. I mean, if I'm in the Frisco area, I rarely go out that way. So make the crumble, trip. crumble cookies. Make the trip. <laughs> I'm telling you, make the trip. All, All right. right, but that's my just checking in story, y'all. Zed, we just checking in. What you got, bro? All right, just checking in. Um, I mean, I got new clients today. No kidding. Yeah. Did two new clients today. They like the cuts. They did coming back. Um, just checking in. Let's see. Man, my son just got his Letterman jacket today. So oh, that was a big deal. That's nice. Basketball, right? Basketball, yeah. Uh, number two, another pointy. Shout out to Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him. Man. He um, came a long way. Yeah, man, long way. Bunnies need problems, so it's part of the game. I still remember when you was teaching all them boys in that neighborhood how to dunk. Oh yeah. <laughs> He was cutting in, like, y'all gonna be dunking by the end of the summer. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it up. In the jump, on the jump machine in the garage. Yeah. Hey, man, gotta do it. It's lovely, though. 
humble beginnings, bro. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that's been it's just, that has been just checking in, y'all. Now, before we get into it, which today's episode is about the military, the transition from the military, and just a little bit about single parenting, you feel me? But before we get into it, um, we have one sponsor, and that sponsor is Pray, Plan, Execute. I, I hope I didn't hit the mic, but it's Pray, Plan, Execute, everybody. What is Pray, pray Plan, Execute? It is an athleisure, faith-based brand, okay? And, like, what does that mean? It just means they make dope clothes for people who truly believe in their purpose, right? Um, it was born off the idea that you have to pray for your purpose. And then after you've prayed for it, you got to plan it out, and then you've got to actually put boots to the ground and make it happen, okay? Now, if you're a purpose-driven person, if you're a person who wants to feel fulfillment, okay, I have a code for you, all right? And that code is, what does that work? Oh, internet, right? You got to go to the <laughs> website. Go to prayplanexecute.shop. Again, that is prayplanexecute.shop. And you need to enter code FAM. That is code FAM, F-A-M, and you can get the family discount, and that will allow you to wear your faith, okay? Pray, plan, execute is more than a brand. It's a lifestyle, all right? Now, um, also, if you're ever in the Rockwall area, make sure you check out Clutch Barber. Tell, you, tell them how's the fam sent you, all right? <laughs> now, uh, Zed, bro, we're just going to get straight into it. All right? right. What was your decision? What made you even decide to join the military in the first place? Oh, being straight up, I had a baby on the way. Oh yeah? Yeah. Seventeen. I was in high school. Uh, she actually my ex wife, but baby mother now. Um, to two kids by the way. One they're night twenty and seventeen now. Oh, but uh yeah, so I'm at the, yeah. So um getting her pregnant at seventeen, senior high school, I was like, I'm not gonna be a bad father, you know, so I'm gonna stick around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do as best as I can and learn from the examples that I didn't have growing up. So that was my main reason for joining the military. Oh, let me walk it back just a little bit. 17? 17. Having a baby. Having a baby. What was your mindset? Like, once you, when she finally showed you the pregnancy test, I was like, yo, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 I didn't question the mind part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that wasn't it. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, yo, I got to do something. Because I was already taking care of myself since I was 15. So I, I had to grow up a whole lot earlier than a whole lot of other kids. So I really didn't have a childhood. Uh, so I know 15 is not being in childhood, but yeah. I didn't have one of those either. Yeah. Childhood, teenage. How does that happen, though? Man, struggling. Struggling. <laughs> having to... Do what you had to do to get something to eat. Had to do what you had to do to make sure you. I was paying rent, fifteen years old. Mm. Had a job at fifteen, getting paid under the table because um, I wasn't old enough to work at that. I think I started at fourteen. Yeah. Once I turned fifteen or sixteen, I started getting actual checks. But uh, okay, okay. Yeah, man, I had. That's I had, rough, bro. I had to get it, man. I had to get it, and I got it. And so you know, having Devonte um, at seventeen. I already had an adult mindhood, so I just, I just, I just kept it. Okay. Yeah, uh -huh. So there's a hustle, hustle got to make it happen. Hustle got to make it happen, one way or the other. He gonna eat if I don't, and he ate. Yeah. yeah. So I, right, he was paying rent, cause like this is, I we're gonna get to the military stuff. Right, this is fascinating stuff. All right, <laughs> you was paying rent. Uh huh. All right. Um, Me, you had the job. Uh huh. You get her pregnant, and you're like, yeah, we got to we gotta make it happen no matter what this time. Almost like a get rich or die trying type of situation, yeah. right? Uh -huh. All right. And so now 
you she has you actually have the baby at seventeen. So eighteen when he came. Okay, out. Okay, oh, uh-huh. eighteen when he came out. Yeah, but I joined it. I joined the military at seventeen. Um, I was the youngest cat in basic training. Mm-hmm. I turned eighteen in basic training. Two and uh, five months later, he was born. So. So he was born while he was in basic. Yeah. No, he was born when I was in AIT. AIT. That was AIT training. Uh, yeah. Okay, you specialized training. Specialized training. I was in med school. I was a, back then, 91 Bravo, now 68 Whiskey, or whatever they named it or changed it to, which is a combat medic. Uh, and that's a, that's, that's Army. Yeah, Army. All right. mm-hmm. Cool. All right, so what was your experience joining the military? Because um, you was, joined young. I joined young. <laughs> I joined young. It was crazy. It was, I had never really been anywhere. I was born in Milwaukee, but most of my life I was in uh, Arkansas. Hope Arkansas, shout out Bill Clinton. Uh, <laughs> for real, for real? Yeah, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, home, hometown. But, uh, dang, what was the question? I forgot. I said, what was your experience actually joining Join the military? Actually getting okay. in there? Uh, it, was, it was fun, actually. I had the time of my life. Most people really? would be, like, scared to get out. Yeah. I had no problems leaving the nest. I had no nest to leave, so it made it even easier. So, um, I, I had fun. I really have. I enjoy getting muddy. I enjoy running. Yeah. I enjoy digging every, holes. Man, I enjoyed it all. As long as I was out with the fellas having a good time, jokes and laughs, it, it was a good time. Right? That's what's up, man. <laughs> That's what's up. And so, how long did you serve? I did 13 years. You did 13 years. Yeah. And you said pretty much that entire journey was all up, all good times, all. Mostly, mostly good times. You have your times. It's the military violence. That's why I was like, yo, you making the military yeah, sound no, like. No, no. It's the military. The people in the military make the military. It's okay. just like the people in any other job make the job. The job don't necessarily make the job. I agree with that. Uh, so, the. I think I heard you say that. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah. sure. Yeah. And so, uh, the camaraderie in the military is what makes it. Mm-hmm. The job sucks because you doing the some a lot of times you're doing a, a bunch of nothing, yeah. a bunch of sitting around, a bunch of what they call hurry up and wait. Yeah, hurry up and get here just to do nothing. Yeah, and then hurry up and get here just to do nothing. And so, uh, being that I was a medic, we we did a lot of hurry up and nothing. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, so you're in the military, you got your job, you're doing the thing. Why? Why did you stay 13 years? That's a long tenure. <laughs> Cause all things considered, <laughs> yeah. My go, my mindset going in was if I ever hit ten, I'm gonna do twenty. Cause why, why get halfway and not finish? Uh, but what happened was I ended up. I went to Iraq, and from o five to 07, got injured in Iraq, and okay. those and pretty much was rehabilitating from o seven till two thousand twelve, and they finally decided. I can't be rehabilitated. Okay. And so there's there's is not true. Yeah, I got medically retired at thirteen. Okay. Which is basically like doing twenty the chicks still say. Oh, okay. So it bridges it. it yeah. It basically is like, hey, you couldn't finish with medically retired. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man. Alright, so you're medically retired from the military mm-hmm. and they put they send you back to civilian life. Yes. What does that transition look like? Actually, before I get into that, because that is a question I have. Okay. You have this. You have your second son also during these thirteen during, years. During these thirteen years. Are you married at this time too? I am still. I am married my whole military career. From I actually got seventeen. I got married at eighteen. Okay. November second, uh, oh one. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. so 
in uh in uh AIT, September 11th happened. Okay. Like the year that I joined, September 11th happened, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so you joined the during the time when it's like, hey man, ain't nothing I really did, gonna happen. Exactly. I joined when it was peacetime. There's nothing going on. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get my little education, go to school, and if I hit ten, I'm gonna stay. If I don't, I got my education. I'm gonna get out. Oh. Three, what, four months, <laughs> five months into it, 9-11 happens, we're going to war, they're, yeah. they're all training us different now, and it's like, oh my god, like, I just, I was looking for ways out, because I'm like, I, I'm i not going to lie, I'm not one of these army soldiers to be like, oh, who are, like, I want to go to war, I'm like, yeah. man, I'm here for the education, I'm here for, <laughs> I'm the, here for the education, the check, <laughs> yeah. and the benefit, exactly, so this was not part, this was not of, part the of the deal, and it happened, and, okay, I, I, I stuck with it and I was like, you know what, this is this is what I do. And I ended up being a medic, so it's even more what I do. Okay. So it ended up working out, man. I stayed and I ended up staying 13 years. But a little loose. <laughs> <laughs> His word is not mine, right? <laughs> a little loose. Not even, not even, and, and it's just part of the culture because um, a lot of people are trying to get away from things, so when they come into that and they're around a bunch of people it just it just happens not not anybody because when you live it's more or less it could potentially be a fast life yes, right yeah so when you live a fast life that's part of like that comes with a fast yeah life. and these are people you see every day it's like having constant work wives and work husbands but y'all getting it in. yes yeah, 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 yeah. got you got you okay so you say you gotta have a Rock solid relationship. Rock solid relationship. And, yeah, and everything. Me, and then, what is parenting like while you're overseas? And parenting is difficult. Um, you miss your kids. You miss your wife. Uh, and it's it's really hard because your kid. It's, it's harder on the kids than you because obviously you're you know you you're you're trying to stay focused on what you're doing and you really not trying to think about home but you're thinking about it because if you you lose your focus and stuff man especially with stuff where you were stuff happens and yeah. you don't want to be thinking about uh some, your folks at home and bullets and bombs are going off around you okay. and so you, you miss a lot like um you miss i missed years of my kids like i was there for both of their births which is amazing yeah but I'm, i missed a lot of their their up and comings my first basketball game no, actually, no I, I got videos of their walks. I got I was there when they talked. Because um, I was either in the field or I was in Iraq. I was in California, which the uh, NTC, be in the field half the year. Um, so you miss a lot. Like the bike, I miss my youngest son, you know, first riding the bike. Um, I think I missed his third and fourth birthdays. Mm -hmm. um, my my youngest son, my oldest son, I kind of was there because it was just starting in the military. Yeah. So I was there a lot for a lot of years, but my youngest son, I missed I missed quite a bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it it sucks though, but you just and that's that's where that strong wife comes in. She'll she'll make up for what you lack. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now I gotta ask because I already asked the previous question: Were you able to accomplish your objective? Of originally joining in the first place, of providing for your family. I, yeah, I was. Um, let me tell you, people think the military make a lot of money. We do not. Y'all making six? Y'all always driving Chargers, <laughs> Mustangs, Camaros, <laughs> and 
we, not even the old joints, like uh, the new, the new, new joints, fresh we, out the lot. But we do not make a lot. Of, we get a lot of benefits, and so it frees up a lot of your money because yeah. of the benefits. But the checks, <laughs> the checks are small. I remember getting like three, four hundred dollar checks for two weeks. These are small checks, but you get the benefits. Like they may pay oh. for housing, they may pay for some of your food, and this. When you get married, that's included in your check. It's not like a separate thing. Yeah. So you go from making four hundred to eight hundred now because they're paying some of your rent or whatever. But that okay. money is in your check. But uh, you we you do not make a lot of money in the military, but it's still able to provide you with a good life because those checks are coming gotcha. regardless. Gotcha. The checks are gonna come, so you're able to do a lot more and and plan a whole lot more because you know the money's coming. Okay. So. That goal was, I was able to accomplish that just by being able to feed and take care of the kids. But it still required, in the beginning, you know, being an E1, E2, it required a lot of assistance from outside gotcha. and family. Gotcha. All right, so you said you were medically retired. Mm -hmm. And now that you got, you were like, all right, I found out I'm medically retired. What does that transition back to civilian life look like oh, for you? Uh, for me, I, I had my associates in... Uh, networking administrator. Nice. So when, before I even got out, I had a IT job. I was a network administrator in uh, Kansas. So I transitioned pretty well, but when I left Fort Riley to move to Dallas after six months of being out, mm -hmm. my uh, ex-wife, my ex-wife at the time, my ex-wife now, she uh, wanted to move to Dallas, which was close enough to Arkansas, but far enough away. Smart woman. Yeah. So, <laughs> close Smart to home, woman. but far enough away, can't nobody pop up on. And so um, it was pretty easy, like I said, because um, she helped out a lot, you know, being an RN. She went to school while she was in the military. Oh, uh, she was in the military too? No, excuse me. Well, I was in the military. Oh, okay. She the, okay. Yeah, she, she went to school at the same time. But um, so it was, it was, it was kind of easy because we had a little bit of money saved up at the time. And, and just coming from Iraq and her having that job and I, me basically working two jobs while I'm still in the military. So we saved up yeah. quite a bit. Right before we got out so it was an easy transition um you just gotta know you gotta have a plan know what you're doing know how you're gonna get there and and know the steps to get there and it was pretty easy nice man mm -hmm. nice all right so i i know personally that you transitioned into becoming a barber mm -hmm. and i mean there's some life that happens before this particular transition happens but you are a barber now what did it look like becoming a barber like what was that journey like for it you? actually didn't even look like me becoming a barber what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have this in mind this was not a goal of mine this was not a plan it just kind of like one of those things that happened my goal was to be in it okay. uh i always want i always like computers i always like electronics i always been a tech kind of guy um but when i moved to dallas nobody would hire me mm. nobody and everybody said I was overqualified. Really? Yes. For my exact job title, exact degree, word for word, overqualified. Overqualified. I always thought that was I, a cop out. It was a cop out. I think it was just honestly. If I'm gonna call it a spade, it's because I was a spade. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been a diamond. I know. I was a spade, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. So it. I just took it as that, and I, I so I tried for two years to get it. I went on really? 50, 60 interviews, easy, and could every last one of them say I was overqualified. No kidding. So I just took two years off. I sat at home and collected those retirement checks. Mm -hmm. uh, I decided to join the post office. I worked for the post office for two and a half That's years. That's actually when we met. Yeah. Yeah, cause yeah. we met at the gym. Yeah. 
Uh, so, um, I was working there, and I don't know if most people know this, but you start off part-time at the post office, mm -hmm. unless you happen to walk into a full-time slot and be lucky. So, me, I'm not a time person to throw away time. So, I, I worked those two years. Nobody's going to retire at those post offices because you have to wait till the slot opens. Those guys been there 30 years, 40 Ain't years. Ain't nobody going nowhere. They're not going anywhere, <laughs> right? So, you're just sitting there waiting, and this time is not... It doesn't go towards retirement. Half of it doesn't go towards retirement. None of it. And I was like, this is a waste of my time. So I quit after two. Well, I resigned. So I could actually go back if I wanted to. I resigned after about two and a half years during Christmas time, too. Because they. Ooh. I bet. Yeah. I bet. That was they rough. They made me so mad. I was like, all right, I'm going I'm, to I'm leave you in the worst time. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> I left them hanging. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut hair, and boom, that's how I got here. I actually remember mm -hmm. you being in barber school, too. You was like, yo, I need to do my exam. I was like, all right, cool, man, congrats, up. Uh -huh. Let me know if there's anything I can do. Uh -huh. He was like, yeah, that's something you can do. <laughs> I was like, man, he called that one in quick. Yes. So I was the head that you used. used. the head that yeah. I used, yeah. It was funny because he was like, yo, bro, uh, this ain't going to be no good cut. It's just going to get done. He just went by the house, and then I cleaned it up. <laughs> Yes, that's before they changed the rules. You just had to do like a, you had to get the Eddie Murphy in the front. The, you know, Eddie Murphy. The Eddie Murphy on the front, the, the Gumby on the top, and the fade on the side. So it was like, I was, I warned you, look, it's not going to look good. But I will finish it you know, up. The story, man, I, I rocked that cut until uh, it was time for me to get another one. He was like, man, why did you come by? I was like, bro, I ain't. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> You've always been that person to not you like you care about your hair but you don't at the I don't, same time. I don't. I don't care. I don't care as much about my hair as other people uh -huh. care about. Like Keisha, she uh -huh. cares. She cares, yeah. You you actually care. Yeah. Like me, I was like, ah, you know. I think uh I got a cut the other day. He was like, yo man, what you want? I was like, eh, make it nice and neat. He was like, what do you want? Uh -huh. I was like, hey, do the thing where they cut it low, the, the side thing. He's like there's a name for all of this stuff you just said. <laughs> what do you want? I'm like, yeah. hey, I don't even know what the names yeah, are. I just tell a grown man. He has to get his haircut. You should know what type of haircut you. He does change his haircuts, but a fade is a fade, and bald is bald, light is light. And you know how many people ask me, what is a bald fade? I know what a bald fade is. People ask me, what is a bald fade? That's about it. I don't even really know how to do that. That's the boosty cut, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to you have the boost. Like if you used to get one, you have boost. Yeah. Cut it down a little bit, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. People people don't know what ball fade. I'm one of those people, bro. Like I don't be knowing none of the cuts. And you be like, Tyler, man, you, this is simple stuff. <laughs> ball is ball. People be like, what's ball? I be like, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, usually they used to have pictures and stuff on the wall, but this is like a 2020 type of barber yes. setup. So I'm going to ask you, all right, so what is it like being a barber in 2021? Oh, man, it's great, especially now that I have my own place. I make my own hours, which is pretty much the same hours I had before. It's just um, I'm appointment only, so there's no walk-ins here, so everything I do is time-based, uh, which is great. I know when I'm walking in, I know how many heads I got. I know how many heads what I'm going to do, who I'm going to cut, how I'm going to cut, and if I'm going to be able to get out of here early. Mm -hmm. um, if I have time for lunch, I'll take a lunch. If not, which I don't most of the time, I just I just sit you here and work all day. Real, yeah, I just sit here and work all day. I, as long as there's money to be made, I will make it. What are some of the things customers or clients can do 
that would make the oh, barber make experience the okay. better. The number one thing you can do, if you're not paying for a wash and cut, is wash your hair. Do not come to the barbershop with a head full of grease or with it wet or with the conditioner halfway washed out. Come with a dry head that's washed, you will get the best cut. You will get the best cut because your hair falls off easier. Your clip, the clippers are hot, so going against that grease and other elements that's in your head is 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 just not gonna work out too well. Okay. Yeah. So that's so. Please wash your hair. If you don't come to me, go to any barber. Wash your hair before you go to the barber. Um, comb your hair. It saves your time. Saves the barber's time. Um, even though a barber will comb through it, but if it's already combed through, it just makes it that much easier. Mm -hmm. Um. Come on, what's that? If you don't know the name of the haircut, I bring a come picture. with a picture. <laughs> I bring a picture. Come yeah. with a picture. And don't come in here, you know, if you are now I can't hook you up. If you come in here Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan, you can leave you can leave Tyler Brown. <laughs> you know. What do they so, call it? <laughs> it's a hair unit. Okay. Um so but um yeah, don't come in if you have, you know, curly or um, if you have curly hair, don't don't come in asking can you get a uh, 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 Bruno Mars. Like your hair texture matters. Like you can everybody can't get everybody's cut. That's real. You know, so real. <laughs> does that happen? It does. Yes. Is that like a perm or something like yes, that? Yes. People come in here, you know, um, with with afro hair, curly hair. And they be wanting comb overs. Like, <laughs> a comb over is like what the white kids be yes, having. Like, they come all the way over. Now, some some um, Africans, if you're more mixed or you have more um, called Indian style hair, or whatever, you can kind of you can kind of make it work. But our hair, you can't do that. <laughs> I've, I've had people with our hair texture come in and with a picture and say, "Hey, can you?" Like, I can't do it, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so another thing that you are known for is educating, like just the customer experience. One of the things you talked about was tipping. Uh -huh. Tell the people, like your tipping, like why they should tip their barber. Okay, you should always tip your barber. One, if you're happy and satisfied with the customer service, don't tip anything if you're not happy. I agree with that. But if like there are times where you need those emergency cuts and those emergency squeeze-ins for any funerals, birthday pop-ups, weddings, or something. And like, if you're not a normal tipper to your barber, he's probably not gonna find that time for you because it, you're not gonna make it worth his time for yeah. him to hurry up or speed through another cut. Not speed through, but you know, still give the same cut, which is what I do, but I can cut faster than what I cut, say, you come in for a haircut, your appointment's 45 minutes, I could be done with you in 30. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna make, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a 45 minutes or close to it, take my time, cut your hair, but I can give you that same cut in 30. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So if if I know you're coming in and you need that, that time, I can, I can work my magic and get you in. But if you're like, I mean, I need you to squeeze me in, I close at five, you can't make it here till six, you just want to pay me the normal fee. It's like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. So tip your barber, and if he, you know, stays over for you, does all that, hook him up, and he'll be, he'll hook you up. Now I, I got a rebuttal. All right. Okay. The question is, why don't you just go ahead and include what you want tipped in uh -huh. the price? A tip. You. 
I'm satisfied with my price. Mm -hmm. So if, if that's all you pay, I'm not mad. I'm not looking for anything extra. So my price is 35 for adults, right? 40 with the face. So if, if you just come in with a basic cut 35 and you pay 35, I'm fine. I won't ask you for a tip. I won't ask you anything. Mm -hmm. But if you if you want to, to do something, me come out of my way extra for you, but you're not coming extra for me. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. You, you don't look out for me. I'm not gonna look out for you. No, I respect. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna look out for your cut. I'm gonna look out for your time. I'm gonna respect your time. I'm gonna be on time, 99 percent of the time. I respect. Yeah. FYI, I too. <laughs> <laughs> and we do appreciate tips. No matter if it's dollar, fifty cent, quarter, whatever. We appreciate the tip. That just lets us know that we're doing a good job for you. One of my last questions I was going to ask, just because I know a lot of people, like, I mean, we already know, but, yo, they say what's said in the barber's chair stays in the barber's that chair. Is, is it true that what stays in the barber's chair remains in the barber's chair? It is facts. Unless that person in that chair pull it out, it stays in the barber's chair. It stays in the shop. I don't I don't release information. I, I have stories. For days, I have stories that I don't, that they don't even know because people tend to do this <laughs> when I'm cutting their hair, and their whole messages is right there. And I'm not that I'm being nosy, but I'm cutting and cutting and pull up, and a picture pops up, or and it's like, ooh, okay, yeah. and like, all right, and, and you just get back to doing what you're doing. But you see a lot, and you hear a lot, and you know a lot, and because they trust you, because nine times ten. Their woman either don't know you or they're not gonna come to the barbershop, and they so they're they're more loose and people more free to just woo style. And yeah. and a lot of to barbers we're low key counselors, <laughs> so they come in. We talk about people's problems yep. and relationship issues, kid problems, how to solve this, how to fix that, uh, what good investments do you know? Because we know some of everybody. We know lawyers. We know investment true. people. We know people who build stuff. We know. Realtors, we know some of everybody, so it's like we're we're a connection for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. All right, um, <laughs> let me. All right, was there anything that you want to clear up, or anything you feel like you need to say before we get to words of encouragement? Um, no, I am. No, I um, I'm pretty happy in life right now, man. I'm dating. I got this beautiful woman, man. She's great to me. She's great for me. Uh, great with me. Great without me. So that makes me want to even more. Um, my kids are good. One's in college. Thank you. Um, one's senior. He's graduating this year. So there's there's nothing to clean up, bro. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Sounds <laughs> like we need to have you back on the show so we can talk some of this stuff, bro. <laughs> um, with all that being said, we like to end every episode with a segment called Words of Encouragement. Now, Zed, words of encouragement is exactly what it sounds like. It's just us pointing to the people and just giving them a little something before the next episode, all right? Okay. Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start first. I'm going to tidy up, and then I'm going to start, and then I'm going to let you have a go, all right? All right, let me all think. Right. All right, yeah, go on think about it. All right, yeah. Number one, if you made it into this this part of the video, like this portion right here, thank you. you know, a lot of people don't make it, right? A lot of people don't make it, but you did, and for that, I appreciate you, all right? Here are a few things I want you to do. Number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel or follow the podcast if that's where you're listening to it, okay? Now, on the YouTube version, leave a like. All right, go ahead and hit the like button. And also comment below what your favorite part of this video was. And, and 
Alright? Comment what you would like us to talk about in the future, specifically if we have Zed back on in the future, alright? Um, if you're on the podcast version, please leave a five-star review, Apple, Spotify, Audible, wherever. I will find it, and I will thank you. I will feature you on the episode, okay? Um, and lastly, all right, the very last thing is I want you guys to go to PrayPlanExecute.shop. Again, that's PrayPlanExecute.shop, and use code FAM, F-A-M, at checkout. Buy this shirt or the white version with the black letters. Like, it is a dope reminder to have every single day. And my genuine words of encouragement is you need to find your tribe, okay? I'm saying something very simple, but it's actually extremely difficult to do, man. I guarantee that people who say it, a lot of them don't even know exactly how to do it. But here I am. I'm going to tell you just a little something, just a, a few tidbits on how to do it, all right? If you're not a club person, don't try to find your, your tribe in the club, all right? If you're not a church person, finding your tribe in the church, that might not be your, your MO. What you need to do is you need to do what you like and then look, lift your head up and look around and see who's there. All right? On, on top of that, <laughs> your past is a good indicator of who your tribe might be. Find people you clicked with in the past or find people similar to the people you clicked up with in the past. Your tribe is extremely important because the they say you are the sum total of the five people you communicate with the most okay so i want you guys to communicate with the five highest quality people you possibly can so that you can achieve great things in life okay you guys find your tribe now zed what are your words of encouragement my people, words man? of man listening to you to that sometimes you got to cut people out of your tribe. oh tell them bro so find the people you need to cut out of your tribe that are leeches they're sucking the life out of you, making you sad, angry, stressing you out on the daily. Sometimes they have to be family. You you just you gotta cut bad seeds out before they take root. Mmm. That's a word right there. Man, man. that just came out. Oh, I know, that's amazing, man. <laughs> that's amazing. And you guys heard it here on House the Fam. Zed, thank you for stopping by, bro. Uh, no problem. Thank you for, for coming in. Yeah, this was a good experience, yeah. man. Yeah, fam's all good. Y'all be blessed. Be blessed.